재미와 지식의 오디오 라이프 팝빵. The remaining half of this program is devoted to the foodies out there. We get to daydream about various Korean seasonal foods and what we can do with them in our own kitchen with the help of an excellent expert by the name of Yerika Park. She is the digital editor for the Seoul Michelin Guide and an all-around walking, talking encyclopedia of things edible. Hi, Yerika. Good morning. Nice to see you. <clears throat> hey, it's, um, I've been noticing in my neighborhood... Uh, Peaches, yeah. Peaches, huge boxes and cartons. They they're almost the I size of volleyballs. I love them so much. Yeah, they're wonderful. Yeah, I love. Do you prefer the the yellow peaches or do you prefer the white variety? You know, I'm not so discriminatory. Okay. Uh, I tend to just reach for whatever's mm-hmm. there. Uh, I, 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 the one whatever's less fuzzy. I'm not really into fuzz. Well, then those are the nectarines. Well, no, those are like the bald ones. Yes. Of the I, peaches, if it's, you know, a they're little... They're both fuzzy. Yeah? Yeah. Is there a varieties. less hairy one, less fuzzy? No, I think they're both fuzzy. <laughs> do you it's, eat the fuzzy skin do. or do you peel it off? Uh, I do. I just do? I okay. eat it like an apple. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I love peaches. I love peaches too. That was our Lots peach of nectarines. Oh, nectarines. Those are my favorite. Peaches or nectarines? Uh, if I have to choose nectarines. Okay. Yeah. We're going to talk about not peaches today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a good segue into summer seasonal stuff. Sure. And um, depending on who you are, you either sort of like or really, really like Mm -hmm. the Korean dessert of bingsu in its various forms. Right. Which literally means um, frozen water. Okay. Yeah. So ice. Are you a fan? Eh. Uh, I'm not okay. a big fan of the, of the, well, you know, I'm always open to be sold. And, right? you know, you, your power to convince mm-hmm. me of, of foods is legendary. But uh, the traditional bingsu that most people think of, which is pat bingsu, right? Um, That's right. I've said it before and I'll say it again, Yurika. Red beans are not dessert in my world. <laughs> well, <clears throat> you're right. Beans are not dessert in the Western world. Or are they? Are beans consumed really, as no. a, like a dessert? No, I can't really think. But these are special because they're sweetened. They're very sweet and uh, they, they, I mean, they taste exactly like beans. Right. But just <laughs> yeah, they're beans. still beans. You're not fooling me. No. I mean, maybe you can puree them and mm-hmm. make them into a mousse and put them inside. What are those uh, fish cookies there? That yes. The, the that's what is it again? The pungopang. Pungopang. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. Uh, oh, is that you like? Yeah, and um, you just don't like it when the the red beans take on their form. Still, I don't like them when they're if still. If they beanie. look like beans, yeah. Okay. You know, you can make anything into a puree. Mm-hmm. You could argue that pumpkins aren't dessert either, and who doesn't like pumpkin pie when or it's puree? Or sweet potatoes, right? Sweet no, potato. for that matter. Are you a fan of ice cream then, or gelato? Sure. Hugely. Sorbet. Hugely. Hugely. Bigly. Bigly. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, the the history of um, humans consuming frozen desserts go back thousands of years. Did you know that? I kind of did. Mm-hmm. And uh, the people on the lower end of the totem pole, they were real. They had it real tough because didn't they have to go retrieve ice from yes. naturally cold from, locations? Yeah, uh, mountain tops. Mountain tops. Yeah, because back in the days they didn't have any sort of like modern day refrigeration, sure. so they had to go to the mountain tops, gather snow or blocks of ice. In fact, in ancient Rome, uh, Roman emperors and high class citizens they literally spared nothing in their quest to make their summer lives easier. Uh-huh. Meaning, uh, they established trade lines from frozen mountain peaks, mm. and they transported blocks of ice. Back to Rome, 
uh, via the the Appian Way. That's、mm. the oldest road、um, in Italy, which、so、was these, built during the Roman、um, yeah empire. I mean, you picture the legionnaires or whatever cracking、yes. the whip over the heads、right. of the, the、oh, slaves,、gosh. right,、yeah. and literally rolling blocks of ice along、mm-hmm. logs. That's right. Taking another log and putting it in front. Exactly. And another log and putting it. Bucketfuls of ice. Yeah. Right.、Um, and it wasn't just in Rome either. In ancient Greece, during the fifth century BC, ancient Greeks they ate snow mixed with honey and fruit.、Um, what else? In Persia,、uh, the modern day name for Persia is Iran. And、uh, back in、uh, 400 BC, the Persians invented a special chilled food.、Mm-hmm. And they used rose water to flavor、um, this、uh, this very special dessert, and、uh, they added vermicelli to it, and it was served to royalty during the summer months. You had months. me until the vermicelli. I th- the, again, <laughs> vermicelli is not dessert either. You know what? I can prove you wrong. If you go to Portugal, there's a very famous、uh, dessert. It's a national dessert.、Uh, it's it's vermicelli that's been cooked in egg custard. Okay. That's been、uh, flavored with like lemon zest,、oh, and there's a、right. ton of cinnamon powder on top. It is so good, and they eat it chilled or just m- made hot. Okay. You know, so they so kind of bread puddingify it. A little bit. Yeah, I mean it's noodles. Yeah, it's noodles drowning in、uh, a、fine. very yellowy, cinnamony custard. Fine. Yeah, I'll let that one pass. <laughs> But、uh, you know, shaved ice and vermicelli. No. No. I'm not going back to ancient、uh, Persia to test the、uh, vermicelli and ice. <laughs> Flavored with rose water、Flavored. and saffron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.、Uh, right. No thanks. And last but not least, China.、Um, the ancient Chinese ate,、um, you know, frozen desserts as well.、Uh, they mixed、uh, rice with milk. This was around 200 BC, and、uh, what they did was very clever. They poured a mixture of snow and saltpeter, which is、uh, potassium. It's one of the ingredients. I forget in gun the scientific、powder. name for it. Yeah, exactly. So the saltpeter over the the exteriors of、um, some sort of fruit juice. Okay. So they to freeze it because they didn't have any refrigeration back then.、Oh, really. Oh, I see.、Mm-hmm. So, in essence, they'd make like a snow casing around. Yeah, you know how adding salt to boiling water raises the temperature, right? right? So, adding salt to any sort of ice it, it lowers the freezing temperature as well. Okay. Yeah, the freezing point. Uh huh. Right. So that's so why they added the salt. Salt、here. makes something easier、mm-hmm. to both boil and freeze. Right. By changing、mm-hmm. the those those temperature points. Exactly. And so,、um, hence, these are the origins of、uh, frozen desserts and.、Uh, Shaved ice is a big trend, not just in Korea, but、sure. in recent years all around the world. They're so huge in America, even、uh, Taiwan, Hawaii. They're 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 very popular on the Hawaiian Islands. Snow cones. I yeah. Mean, even as a little kid, I used to love snow cones, which、yeah. is nothing more. In fact, you could get a toy, which、mm-hmm. was a snow cone maker. Right. Dump some ice, and it'll shave it up、oh, yeah. for you. And, and then, then you kind of like. Flavor it with like syrups. Yeah, they give you like little blue packets and purple packets、oh、of sugar. I'm, I'm scared、syrup. of like any sort of blue in my food. Really? Yeah, yeah. There are there are very few naturally blue foods. Right. Blueberries, maybe. Blueberries, but blueberries aren't really they're not blue. Really blue. Yeah. <laughs> they're more purple. Yeah. Yeah. No, there aren't very many. If somebody tries to serve you something blue,、mm-hmm. you should be skeptical. A little bit, but the good thing is, if you're on a diet, the color blue is supposed to like curb your appetite. Seriously? Yeah. It helps you curb your appetite. It's a psychological thing. Maybe it's triggering natural instincts that hey,、blue、nature doesn't have many blue things to eat. I think I believe that. Okay.、Yeah. So shaved ice.、Mm-hmm. We had snow cones as a kid.、Uh, there's got to be fancier versions. But snow cones. The texture of snow cones are crunchy, aren't they? Yes. So they're basically minced ice. Well, that's the same texture, isn't it, in bingsu here in Korea? 
the thing is, um, there, there's bingsu, the traditional pup bingsu, yes, they're kind of crunchy, um, the ice is coarse, but these days, they, they, what do they call it? Shaved snow, they call it. They call oh, yeah. it shaved snow. That's nice. And it's not just um, it, it, the minced icicles, basically. Um, these, are, these are shaved ice cream. Imagine making ice cream with really low-fat milk. Okay. And then they shave that. So the texture is really fluffy. Think of... Um, like a granita kind of thing. No, granita is the crunchy version. That's crunchy. Yeah, that's crunchy. That's an Italian dessert. Super crunchy. Yeah. Um, but shaved snow, imagine like on a snowy day. Yeah. Right? Not the wet snow that sticks to your okay. the, to the bottom of your shoes, yeah. but the super fluffy kind that, you know... Like the powder. If you're going to go the skiing, powder. they say yeah. fresh powder. Yeah. Super yeah. fluffy, super light. That's the texture of uh, shaved snow, is which a is a thing? big trend these days. Yes. Shaved snow. Mm-hmm. They call it shaved snow. Uh, they also call it shave, shaved ice cream as well, because that's essentially what it is. It's milk-based. What are the Korean words for that, shaved snow? Hmm? What, what, what are the Korean words for that? Uh, it's like nunkut. Nun- yeah. Nun- yeah. Nunkut means literally like snowflakes. Ah. Yeah. So it's like a gal. Ah, that's the word that Koreans refer. I can't think of it right now. But anyways, yeah. But it's not some version of bingsu. Bingsu is a totally different thing. No, but it's a version of it. Mm. They just made it better. Because I don't know, I don't know what you prefer, but I, I really enjoy that fluffy texture of totally. the, the shaved snow. When I was a little kid, there was, there was this lemonade truck, mm-hmm. and they would come around with lemonade, which was the texture, frankly, yep. of a frozen margarita. Mm-hmm. You know, like how would they blend it and blend it? And it's uh, it's like that wet snow, right? The denser stuff. Right. I used to love it. That's the stuff of like childhoods. It's totally Sum- childhoods. Yeah, summer that, childhoods. That yeah. Instinctive urge to run after the lemonade mm-hmm. truck. Um, I like that texture. Are there Korean bingsus that are like that? The texture of a frozen margarita or uh, of a crushed ice lemonade? That's the of? traditional pup bingsu you're talking about. Really? The traditional bingsu, yeah. I, I've, I guess I haven't ordered enough of them mm-hmm. because I've always had the crunchy, feels like rock salt almost. Okay. Yeah, I guess it depends on the kind of machine that you use mm. to actually shave the ice, blocks of ice. Okay. But uh, let's talk about the, the most traditional, the most basic form. Build a bingsu for us. Build a bingsu From the bottom for you? Up. Okay. Um, my mom used to make this for us at home all the time when we were kids. She, we had this like little uh, ice shaving machine. Re- it's really small. It looked like a penguin. It's just fun to look at. And um, she, she shaved the ice. And then she used to basically boil or make her own pat, the, the sweetened red bean paste, by mixing red beans with sugar, just boiling for a really long time. You know, homemade, it's less sweet. Um, the commercial variety that you can get at supermarkets, it's like just almost like cloyingly sweet. It's, mm. I, don't, I don't know, I, I find it overly sweet. So she used to top it with that. And then my mom, she didn't use condensed milk, but maybe a little bit of um, just regular milk, mm. um, some little pieces of tok, uh, like little jelly, fruit jellies. Uh-huh. And that was pretty much it. Ice cream, yes. Ice cream, yeah, no. Yeah. No ice cream. Ice cream, if there we had, then yes, a little bit of ice cream. I don't know, just like something milky added to the, you know, the, the, just the crushed sure. ice. The condensed milk sounded really good. Oh, the yeah, condensed milk is a very common ingredient that's sure. added to pupping suit these days. And pupping suit these days, it's not just like ice and pup. They come in so many different varieties. They add like green tea ice cream to it, um, crushed nuts. I mentioned jellies, little pieces of rice cake. Tomatoes also, sometimes. Really? I've seen like little cherry tomatoes are in, uh, on there. Are you positive they were tomatoes? I feel very I confident you. that they were tomatoes. Okay. Because uh, I remember saying to myself, this I is I mean, there's no rule, yeah. you know, if you think about it. Well, Koreans kind of view tomatoes 
more as a fruity thing mm-hmm. than as a vegetable thing, except for Italian food, right? You know what? Oh, I remember going to my friend's house when I was a kid, and I was shocked that uh, you know what what my friend's mother brought to us as a snack. She basically sliced the tomatoes, super ripe, by the way, and she sprinkled the slices with sugar. In our household, wow. it was usually salt, yeah. but you know, it was like sugar sprinkled tomatoes, and they were delicious. I've never tried sprinkling <laughs> them with so sugar. They're so good. Yeah. Really? That's it's a subversive. very common thing here in Korea, too. Is it? Yeah. To sprinkle tomatoes with sugar? Yeah. As a snack for kids, because kids don't like tomatoes. It, it doesn't really have a... I mean, really good tomatoes, of course. Yeah. They, no, they my, my parents taught me but... to eat a tomato like an apple mm-hmm. and just sprinkle salt as you salt. go along. Yeah, that's how that's I wonderful. do it, too. I think salt brings out the natural sweetness of the, of the tomatoes as well. You, you know, know when I... you bake... Yeah. You don't just add sugar. You add a little bit of a, a pinch of salt sure. to any sort of like baking Mm-mm. batter um, to make it even more sweet. It enhances the sweetness. You must have tried a million times. Um, uh-huh. They say to put a little bit of salt on watermelon. That's right. Again, it's the same that, thing. Yeah. yeah, it's the same thing. I recently went to dessert cafes are big in Korea these days. And one day we can talk about that. But I went to this dessert bar. Um, you can order dessert with an alcoholic beverage. That's also a dessert, you know. And uh, the, the drink itself was a watermelon juice, but it was salty. Oh, really? He added salt to it. It was really interesting. Yeah. yeah. I and that was paired with a, a sweeter watermelon dessert. Mm-hmm. So that was a really interesting pairing, I thought. Would you say the majority of Bingsu mm-hmm. consumers are eating Bingsu with beans or in some other variety? Oh, these days, um, I think both. Uh, even Bingsu, Pop Bingsu itself, it comes with like so many different varieties of ice cream. Like common ingredients like toppings added to Pop Bingsu include uh, the classic red bean paste, rice cake, fruit like strawberries, kiwis, mangoes, um, bananas, persimmon is is a popular yeah, that topping. Nice. So what they do is the soft persimmon variety. It's frozen. So it kind of has that like sorbet texture when it thaws. Persimmon sorbet yes. in and of itself. Have mm-hmm. you ever made that? I love persimmons. Yeah, me too. So that's a popular topping as well. Mini fruit jellies, soft serve ice cream, frozen yogurt is also a popular topping as well. Condensed milk, chocolate syrup, any sort of syrup really. Honey. Honey is expensive. So that's a bit of a, a luxury, okay. I guess. Um, cereal, fruit loops. Crushed nuts, yeah. anything goes really. I guess what one of the things that doesn't pull me towards Bingsu desserts is that mm-hmm. they look so chaotic. You know, I think that's the point. <laughs> that's the point. I mean, like Bingsu is a popular dessert in Southeast Asia as well. Yeah. Like Taiwan, for example, um, it, it's eaten in like Thailand, all these like super hot countries, understandably because it's so hot there. But they all have a common factor, which is they they never looked look neat. Yeah. They're all over the place, right? They're yeah. stacked high with all kinds of toppings. Are you supposed to, when you sit down with your bingsu, mm-hmm. are you supposed to stir it all together into sort of a one consistency? Like a mush? No. 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 I remember you're seeing somebody to do like, that. It was gross. It, it is gross, right? Um, you're so, I, what I do is I scoop up a little bit of the ice or the shaved snow and then I try to incorporate like every little element onto my like perfect little spoon make a micro bingsu on your spoon yeah and then just like one bite it yeah that's how I eat mine that's a little OCD but I I think that's uh... (laughs) I think I am a little OCD (laughs) yeah what's the weirdest bingsu you ever saw the weirdest pingsu that I ever saw I don't know when I come to when it comes to pingsu I don't really have um a set standard, I guess. Anything goes. I just keep my mind open when I order sure. a pingsu. 
I guess it would be one of these ones with weird uh, mm-hmm. ice cream flavors, like green tea or, or whatever. Green tea is actually quite normal. I've tried like black normal. sesame pingsu as well. Yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah. Black sesame, is, it's, it's delicious. It's delightful. I love the nuttiness. Uh, it's of, just sprinkled black sesame? Yeah. Or? Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of it. And then also another popular topping that Westerners find, might find a little bit weird is soybean powder. Really? Konkomul. You know, it's like the yellow, kind of like the, a yellowish. It's sort of beige powder, right? Yeah, it's the beige camel colored powder mm. that Koreans like to coat their thok with. Yeah. Injalmi. Okay. Yeah. So the idea of the ice in Bingsu is to kind of stretch the mileage mm-hmm. of the really tasty ingredients, right? I mean, it's to sort of spread the really sweet stuff out over more of a cold surface area. So yeah. Because if you just eat just the sweet toppings on their own, mm. Imagine just mixing cereal with, I don't know, chocolate syrup and um, a fruit <laughs> and ice cream. That's kind of weird. But I but think yeah, the ice kind ice. of like, yeah, if you add ice to it, it's still weird. It's still really weird. <laughs> it's still weird, but it works, okay. I think. Um, Koreans have been eating pingsu for a really long time, too. There are historical records um, during the Joseon period. Uh, they mention like uh, court officials, like government official. Making huate, which is basically a fruit-based beverage, uh, and they used to like cool it down with like ice. Mm. And do you know the area in Seoul, Seobingodong, Dongbingodong? It's in Ichon yeah. near Yongsan. Sure. So bingo means literally ice warehouse. Uh, that's where the ice houses. Yeah. So were. there was there was a, a government office that oversaw the distribution and management of ice back Prior in the days. Prior to electricity. Yes, and ice was prized. Back in the day, so it was only like the, the rich people and the court officials who could afford to eat these frozen desserts in the old days. Yeah. Well, before there were, this is going way back, but mm-hmm. before there were electric fridges, right. people would call it the ice box, right? Mm-hmm. Because you'd buy some ice, stick it in there, yeah. and as long as it lasted, that's how right. long the it coolers, lasted. The coolers, you mean, right? Yeah, well, yeah, it would be just literally a box with ice in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, same basic structure, but right. Yeah. Um, Pop became popularized. In the 1970s, actually, the earliest form of pappingsu uh, emerged in uh, during the Japanese colonial era, uh. 1910. Japanese eat red bean paste as well, and uh, apparently there is a Japanese dessert made with chilled red bean paste. But pappingsu itself is a Korean invention. So what Koreans did was they incorporated ice with this Japanese um, dessert. Okay. Made with red beans, and they combined it together. So, you know, Pappingsu versions of it existed like way back when during the colonial era, but it really became popularized in the 1970s. And uh, you could eat it in bakeries. Um, yeah, bakeries sold Pappingsu. Really? Yeah. And even these days. You, it makes you wonder why something takes off like that in a mm-hmm. particular decade. In a particular decade? Yeah. Refrigeration, for example? Maybe. Yeah. The widespread availability of, of refrigeration. Right. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So, yeah, uh, Bingsu is available pretty much everywhere. If you're looking for it, it's in uh, cafes, bakeries. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the chain places offer mm-hmm. their own take on Bingsu. Right. Oftentimes, you know, trying to outdo each other with mm-hmm. uh, kind of wacky things in there, right? Um, I have friends who are addicted to this stuff in the summertime. Yeah. I have a friend who goes to like one of these Bingsu joints almost every day. To get her pingsu fix. And I look at her, I'm like, really? Another one? She's like, yeah, every day. They're intimidatingly large. I mean... Have you ever just like voluntarily sought out one of these pingsu places? I have not. I used to live right next to a place that was 
practically specializing mm-hmm. in bingsu all the time. Yeah. And I was, I will confess, I've never been, you know, ignited by uh, by the concept of bingsu. Um, so I would, I'd kind of walk by there and I'd go, yeah, right. there's five different plates of ice with uh-huh. things on top that I could choose and... Yeah, and first of all, you're not a sweet tooth. You don't have a sweet tooth. I'm not really a sweet tooth. Yeah. Yeah, I get way more into savory items Mm -hmm. than I do dessert items. Yeah. Anyways, it's a big trend. It's spread to, I mean, like in New York, LA, where there's like large populations of like, you know, Asians who enjoy this particular dessert. It's become a big thing. And uh, the, the... you know, the trend of shaved snow, mm. the softer, milkier version of uh, the shaved ice has caught on in the U.S. as well. Are you supposed to flavor the uh, water, the frozen water? Or the just, frozen- is it just water? Straight ahead water? You or mean are you shaved snow? To, right. Are you supposed to sugar shaved the water? Shaved snow is ice cream. It's flavored. You, it can be flavored. It can just be like regular, just whatever, ice cream, vanilla flavored. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what gets me excited. It's the idea of making frozen mm-hmm. uh, gelato or frozen yogurts yeah. stuff like that one of these years i'm going to uh, get a really fancy ice cream mm-hmm. maker and i'm going to start making really esoteric uh ice cream flavors Ooh, and things like that esoteric you know, <laughs> you know like basil um, infused whatever oh uh, it sounds fabulous or anything basil anything mint it's so like so refreshing here's a trivia for you while we're on the topic of frozen desserts what's uh-huh. the difference between gelato and ice cream um, one is way more hipster sounding. No. Um, you know, I don't know. So gelato basically has less air, so it's much more dense. dense. Okay. Yeah. So an ice cream, the terminology is American. Ice cream has a lot of air in it. When you churn it while freezing it, that's how ice cream is made. Gelato? Um, you do churn gelato, but, but less. less, less air. Yeah. A lot, significantly less, much less air. Yeah. Okay. So that's the main thing. Is that's that the main you, thing. You and get- gelato is Italian. Sure. Yeah. Did, did, I mean, it was um, it was invented during the the Renaissance period for for a big party hosted by the Medici family. <laughs> so along with patronizing arts, they patronized gelato, <laughs> artisanal gelato. Yeah. I think there is nothing better than a, a nice Italian gelato. We were kind of gelato poor mm-hmm. in Seoul about ten years ago. Oh, or now so. they're everywhere. Now you can really get uh, top quality stuff. The impressive thing about Italian gelaterias, which which are places that sell gelato, there are five thousand of them, like all over Italy, and they actually like eighty percent or ninety percent they actually produce their gelato in house. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of why you go. It's, it's not like factory a made. Sonmat kind of thing. Like the mm-hmm. artisan really does it himself. Right. All right, so there's our little encyclopedic look at bingsu and frozen <laughs> stuff. I am going to go out and try a bingsu mm-hmm. and try to open my mind to it, Yarika. So you've succeeded in that. Thank you very Yay. much for coming in. I'll see you next week.